0: What's going on, all my podcasters? See Jizzle and the Whizzle bringing you another episode, and uh, it's it's a really it's a really rough one for me. I honestly I don't I don't know if I'm going to be able to make this one. It's still really really still very emotional. Over this uh, subject, so it's kind of really fresh. It just happened last night. Um, it's it's really kind of raw still. It's kind of like falling off your bike and scraping your knee. It's still kind of raw. I'm still kind of emotional. So uh, I'm gonna try to make this podcast without fucking breaking into tears. And. I'm a pretty emotional guy, I'm not gonna lie, I'm, uh, you know, deep down, underneath that hard skin, I'm pretty emotional, I'm not gonna lie, and especially here lately within the past couple years, there's been a lot of times whenever I'll, like, have an emotional fit about something, or I'll cry about something, and I'm like, stop, stop it, you little bitch, you know, but no, I mean, grown men cry nothing wrong with it it's you know a lot of people look down on it or laugh about it or whatever it's not it's not a laughing matter it's not funny when you can make a grown man cry that's not a very funny matter so so I get up and I got a message from a friend and uh, he says, you need to get a hold of me as soon as possible, and I'm like, oh yeah, you know, he just wants to hang out. <sighs> he's just trying to see what I'm, I'm doing later, you know. And it's like 10 in the morning, you know, he usually doesn't hit me up at 10 in the morning, unless he's going to work, and he wants to hang out early in the morning, but anywho, very rarely does it happen. So I blew it off and I'm like, whatever. I, I go to work and everything. I get to work. I finally get the chance to get a little break and I, I called my friend on the messenger and I'm like, hey, what's up? What's what's going on? And he's like, I got some bad news. And I know anytime that you hear that It's it's never gonna be A good thing. So. Usually I like for people to give me the good news before the bad news. But it was just. Bad news today. So. Um. Fuck. Okay. So now I've smoked a little bit of weed. Took a little break. Uh, so my friend tells me that he heard through the grapevine from another friend that a mutual friend of ours had gotten killed. And, uh, it was somebody that I used to work with. Long story short, we worked together at the taco place. And, um, he was one of the only people that I really could stand whenever I worked there right? He was a very good role model and a teacher while I was there and he was very helpful. He wasn't an asshole, you know, it just wasn't, wasn't a bone in his body where he was an asshole. You know, he was an all around good guy. He'd sit there and smoke weed with you and just bullshit and, you know, so his, his days of, gang banging and, and doing piddly, childish shit are over. You know, he's 42 years old. And so I guess he, uh, last night about nine o'clock at, at night, he ended up getting shot in his chest about seven or eight times, I think. And uh, he got out of his car and, and he bled to death in his driveway. And, and they came and the ambulance came and picked him up, but he died at the hospital at like 12.30 in the morning. So, um, so from 9 o'clock till 12.30 in the morning, he tried to hang on, I'm guessing. Uh, they found a guy that shot him about an hour later, and his name is a Dakota Stamps. Uh, 35 years old, so he's about like three years older than me, which is weird because, you know, the guy that we're talking about, my friend that got shot, was 42, so, you know, not really in the same age group, but had some beef from him in the past, and I don't know what the beef was, but I was just told that they had some beef, and they had an argument, and then the guy pulled out a gun, and... Shot him multiple times in the chest. So, but he was a good guy. No matter what anybody says, there's not nothing you can tell me. He just didn't have a mean bone in his body. He was just a nice guy. And it's really fucked up that people, you know, they got beef with people nowadays and they can't fight it out. They can't throw the hands. They can't get their licks in. They have to pull a gun on somebody and, and, that person is gone forever let's put it that way and these people the reason why people murder people in America and think that it's all right and everything is because they're they're gonna get away with sitting on death row for 30 years getting their appeals all you know and all that shit procrastinating putting on time and they're gonna be able to sit there and eat ham sandwiches and live the good old life you know Fuck that. Fuck that stupid bullshit. There shouldn't be nobody that gets to sit on death row that's a fucking murderer. That's a point blank murderer. You know, there's no question, no doubt in any, everybody's mind that he fucking murdered him. You know, there's it's it's just you know, there's no even there's not even a need to have a trial. You know, that's the fucking dude that did it. There was witnesses there that pointed them to him and they were the ones that reported the shooting so of course you know it's not like oh they got a mix-up or something no that's the fucking dude and he better hope and pray he better hope and pray that he gets life without the possibility of parole because if he gets parole i'm gonna fucking be there On the day that he gets out, I'm gonna fucking be at that gate waiting for his ass. And you know what they say, you know, an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. That motherfucker has got one coming. If he ever gets out of jail, if he ever gets out of prison, he's fucking got one coming. Let me just say that. Might not be by me. It might be by some Joe Blow walking down the street, some random fucking guy. Or hopefully he gets hit by a fucking airplane falling out of the sky or something between now and then. But, you know, there's no, you know, there's no sympathy or mercy for dirtbags like that. You know, a lot of people would, would, you know, from what I just said, oh, I hope he gets dealt with eventually. They would throw a fit over that and say, oh gosh, that's, no, that's, that's the right thing to do anybody in the right mind would say the same thing, so, um, you know, and that's the reason why this country is in fucking debts, because we got all these fucking murderers and pedophiles and rapists that are just sitting there fucking letting taxpayers pay to take care of them for fucking 30 plus years, fuck that shit, take them out in a field, make them dig holes and fill them in all day until they all die off, don't even fucking feed them. Just let them starve to death. Fuck them. Who cares? You know, like, they didn't care whenever they were out raping people and killing people and shit, so fuck it. And you got people, you know, I think we should go back to hanging people. I think we should start the old noose thing again. It's a lot cheaper. You know, you could use the same rope over and over again. <laughs> You ain't got to pay a botched doctor to come in and fucking use uh, lethal injections and shit. Like I said, they don't have to sit there on death row for 30 fucking years. Fuck that. Line them up. Put them on a stage with six fucking nooses. And we're going to have public hangings again. Everybody on TV is going to get it broadcasted. And that's going to stop everybody from wanting to do murders and shit. Because they're going to say, you know what? I don't want that to happen to me. I don't want to be publicly shown with my face being hung on TV, you know. And like I said, you don't get 30 years to sit around and enjoy life until you die, no. If you're convicted, and you've appealed, and you've been convicted again, and you get a five year period, I think, in between then and then, you should be hung by then. There's no fucking 20, 30, 40 years or whatever. It's crazy. You know? And what's the chance, you know, I'm not saying, but what's the chance like somebody has a prison prison break or something somewhere and these fuckers that have been on death row for 30 years get out and then nobody can find them. Then what? Then we got these fucking killers on the loose that should have been killed a long time ago. You know, it's just, it just doesn't make any sense. America is one of the only places that houses and takes care of killers and, and rapists. It's crazy. And that's the reason why people do it. Because they're like, well, I'm just going to get a slap on my wrist. You know, yeah, it's going to suck being in prison, but at least I'll still get to eat and make friends in there and live, live a different kind of life. They shouldn't be able to live any life. You know, because, like I said, people that go to prison, they, they adapt, they change, and they're like, oh, this isn't so bad. Prison life isn't so bad. And they learn to deal with it. But no, you, you shouldn't be able to live any kind of life. Whether it's a shitty life in prison, or whether it's a paradise somewhere, you don't get a right to live at all. You just killed somebody. You know what I'm saying? And in America, they got this fucked up thing. Like, oh, it's inhumane to hang people. Or it's inhumane to do this. Who gives a fuck? Who really cares? It's inhumane for them to go around murdering people. So, it is what it is. An eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. When when teenagers grow up, and they see these people being hung on TV, they're going to realize, yeah, I probably shouldn't do that. I probably shouldn't end up like them. So they're not going to be out here gangbanging, carrying guns around, and murdering people and shit. If I was a judge, like I said, we catch you with a gun that's unregistered, you're getting life in prison. Yeah. Maybe even getting the hangman's noose. That's how serious it is, if I was judge, And if you're a murderer or a rapist, you're getting the hangman's noose automatically. So, that's how it would be. I'd have you out there every day, digging holes and filling them in, from the sun up till sundown, until your last day. Until you're ready to go in front of the whole crowd and... and be shown what a true coward you are for out for being out here killing people with guns and shit. You know, I wouldn't do the whole firing squad thing, but that's too easy, it's too quick. And you gotta it costs more for a bullet than it does to reuse the same rope, so you know I'm on to something here. Because you have to have a deterrent. With people in America. You have to have something that's going to keep them from doing it over and over. And why do you think the jails keep filling up and everything? Because there's this stigma in America that true gangsters and everything live in jail. And, you know, like I said, once you get in there and you're living jail life, everything's just peachy. You don't have to pay any rent or any bills. You get taken care of. You steal from other people to make a living, you know. But over in other countries, like Europe and shit, you don't have any any prisoners or anything like that. Even people with um, murder over there, they get like put on a work release program after like seven years or something like that. But that's fucking crazy. Um... But no, I mean, and it depends, I think, on how blatant the murder is. Like, this dude, he knows he's guilty. Everybody knows he's guilty. He did it. There was witnesses there. To pull a gun on somebody and shoot them multiple times in the chest is not only brazen with many witnesses around, and not only stupid that you would do that, but why? You know, I I just, I don't understand why. And I keep trying to wrap my head around it. And I I don't think there is a reason why. I just think that people are so weak-minded nowadays that that's the first thing they think because they can't fight. They don't know how to fight. So instead of fighting and, and solving it, they're like, I'm gonna go get my gun. I think that's what the problem is with the mentality in America, is it's much more simpler to get a gun than it is to just throw hands, because they're pussies, because they're cowards, I think that's what it is, and they think, oh, well, if I get away with it, then not only will I be able to brag about it, and everybody will leave me alone because they're scared of me, but I won't have to, you know, I might be able to get away with it again in the future if I can get away with it this time, and I think that's what pushes people to use guns, is the fact that there's a chance I can get away with it nowadays, and you know, it, it, it's just it, it's crazy. I don't I'm still trying to wrap my head around it. It's really kind of bothering me, but <clears throat> you know, there's there's nothing I can do about it, and it just I've said it from the get-go. I'm a lucky fucking guy. I'm a lucky guy. I've, I've walked these streets by myself, alone. I've ridden these streets on my bike in the ghetto fucking many times. When I used to ride my bike to work when I worked at the gas station, I rode in the complete ghetto all the time. In the winter, in the summer, fucking... had this $1,000 plus bright yellow bike that I was just riding around, and I never got robbed, I never got, you know... And if somebody would walk up to me now and try to rob me for that bike, I'd spray him in the face with pepper spray and just keep riding. So, I haven't had that problem yet, but I've, I've been in some pretty sketchy areas and I'm still alive. I've never been shot at yet. Um, I have been jumped by people, like five people before on one time and like three people another time. But I'm a pretty lucky guy for being 32 years old. And I'm going to say this. You don't want to be hanging around people that you don't need to be hanging around. You don't need to be places that you don't need to be at. Because that's how shit happens. Right? So, I'm going to cut back going over to my friend Eric's house because of that reason. You know, we can hang out every once in a while, but, you know, once I get my bike fixed, I'm not going to be riding over there all the fucking time. Because that's how shit happens. Maybe he's got beef with somebody else, they come over there and shoot up the place while I'm over there, you know, and I'm just not trying to be a part of that. And I'm not saying that that's necessarily going to happen, but I'm going to take the precautions. To make sure it doesn't you know when you stick to yourself and you follow the path less traveled in life generally you come out a lot more safer you know like I said when you start getting into places that you don't need to be in and dealing with people you don't need to be dealing with that's when shit happens so you know you could be hanging out with a friend and they're like hey let's go for a ride with our other friend's car But the other friend has beef with somebody else. You don't know that. Your buddy don't know that. But then you get in the car and go for a ride and somebody shoots up his car because they got beef with him. You know, you gotta really watch what you're doing nowadays. Who you're hanging out with. You know, things are crazy as fuck. He had at least two kids. Um... I'd say many more, I'd say more than that, but he had a wife, you know, that was a truck driver. And one of his kids I actually worked with at Taco Gringo. He was older. And He was a pretty cool dude from what I knew, but now his fucking dad's dead. And it's it's such a it's such a shitty thing because like I said he's such a good dude that why did it have to happen? You know? And so... You know, it's, it's just shocking to me. It's just shocking. Like, I know it happened. I keep repeating to myself that it happened. But still in my mind, I'm like, it, it can't... This could be impossible. You know? I just can't imagine that somebody would want to murder this guy. It's crazy. And if somebody wants to murder somebody like him, that's so nice and down-to-earth and genuine, then who's to say who wants to fucking murder me out there? You know, who's to say there's not going to be some crazy fucking random guy out there on the streets with a gun? So, I'm thinking about carrying it. I'm thinking about going and getting my my license and getting a fucking gun. I've always wanted one to go to the shooting range with, just kind of practice with and get dialed in on it, you know? But, um, with as crazy as shit's been getting lately, it's kind of like inevitable. Like, everybody should get a gun, everybody should get their concealed carry license, and, and, for that reason. Like, do I think that things would have turned out different if he was carrying a gun, if my friend was carrying a gun? Yes, because even though he got shot multiple times in his chest, he could have still pulled his gun out and he could have shot him and killed him. And I'm not saying that that would have saved him or anything, but it would have been justice. They both would have died. Instead of him going through this court proceedings and possibly getting out like 20 or 30 years from now, he would be dead too with him. So, in a sense, you know, carrying a gun with you ain't necessarily going to save your life, but it's, it's going to deal some justice at the end of the day. Even if you're going to die, at least he's going to die too, is, is what I'm saying. And if that's the last thing that you do before you do die, who cares about any charges or anything? Or You squeeze that trigger and you point it and hope that your last shot's hit. If he would have had a gun, like I said, it would have it would have dealt plenty of justice. It would have been you know. I just I'm a fucking wreck. I'm a wreck. I got told this probably about I don't know Six, seven o'clock. It's fucking one in the morning and I'm still thinking about it. And, uh, you know, the thing that I keep thinking about is... His last moments. And his last breaths that he probably took. And how fucking scared that he probably was. I mean, they said that he got shot multiple times, so... Even getting shot twice in the chest... You know, you gotta think, you're in so much shock, not just from the blood loss, but I mean, you're just mentally in shock from what happened, and then you panic, you start breathing heavy, blood starts fucking coming out faster, and if nobody there knows CPR, and if nobody there can put pressure on the wounds or anything, then you'll just bleed out to death. It's it's really, you know, when you get like fucking seven rounds put in you, there's really nothing that nobody can do, nine times out of ten, and uh, that's the thing that I I keep beating myself up over it, because I'm like, hey, you know, I wish I could have been there, maybe I could have helped him stay alive, if I would have given him CPR, and, you know, maybe I could have helped him stay alive. But then I keep telling myself, I'm like, dude, there's nothing that you could have done. When you get fucking seven bullets put in you, in your chest, there's nothing that somebody can do to help you. I mean, really. Honestly. It's crazy. It's really crazy, man. You never know when today is going to be your last day or tomorrow is. And it was some dude that like I said he had beef with years ago. It's really sad. It's really sad. Um so I've just been kinda trying to cope with that within within since I found out about it. Um I've got to, I'm off work tomorrow, but i got to go back to work the next day, and I'm just still so shook up about it that I don't I don't know if I am going to go back to work. I think I'm going to take some time off. I think I'm going to um, find out when his funeral is, and I'm going to take some time off. Because I'd, I'd like to at least pay him my respects, and, and um, kind of do some healing for me as well. I don't know it's just really got me in a tight spot I'm going to check and make sure that I'm going to be getting paid what I hope I'm going to be getting paid because if that is the case then yeah I'll definitely take some time off but if not then I'm going to have to continue to keep working. Actually, I'm going to have to continue to really keep working anyways. Because I got um, rent to pay out of next paycheck. I'm not going to need all of it, but... You know, it's really crazy when you sit there and you work so hard for your whole life. For years and years, for 42 years, and then you just get it stolen away from you from some bag with a gun. Your kids, they get it stolen away from them too. Their lives are ruined. They have no father now. There's no way for him to see his grandbabies if he ever has any kids. It's just so fucked up. And like I said, this dirtbag's sitting in jail right now, probably eating peanut butter sandwiches, playing cards, and talking it up about how, yeah, he's a badass because he just murdered somebody. I don't think that murderers should be able to be put in general population like that. They should have their own little soap, their own little cage like a rat, and then whenever we want to release you out for an hour of sunlight, we'll let you out. Yeah. That's how it should be. And then all the other little minor criminals that have little pissy charges, they can be out in general population. But murderers, rapists, stuff like that, people that harm kids and shit, they don't get to come out. They get to stay in their little fucking prison cell for 23 hours a day. That's the way it should be. You don't get a fucking cell big enough for a... Uh, you and two other people. You get a box all to yourself. A three foot by three foot fucking box for you to sit in. No fucking pad to lay on or nothing. You just get a fucking concrete little box. You get a little hole in the corner to piss in. <laughs> Stack the motherfuckers up like dog cages and make the motherfuckers live like animals. That's how you do it. Because who wants to end up in a prison where you live like animals? Nobody. Who wants to be stacked up on top of each other pissing on each other and fucking no pad to lay on almost starving to death? Nobody wants to be in situations like that. So if we start making prisons like that then maybe people will stay the fuck out of them. Stop giving them all this comfort where they can buy noodles to eat and fucking watch TV and play cards and shit. No, you guys don't get cards. You better make your own fucking cards out of some paper. Yeah. Because you ain't getting no fucking cards. It's fucked up. It's crazy. You see things on TV, like you got the guard watching fucking Ghostbusters with the whole fucking prison watching it. No, you don't get to watch a movie there's no movie time there should you know honestly with prison with prisoners they get mail and shit so around Christmas time they get to talk to their loved ones and everything and get little gifts sent to them and shit fuck that there would be no fucking postal service from November to February there would be no fucking holiday season for you Yeah, no fucking Happy Christmas and no Happy New Year's and nothing for you, period. You don't get to live that life anymore when you're a fucking murderer, you know what I'm saying? But here in America you do. Here in America you get to watch fucking 60 Minutes, CNN, you know, fucking ESPN. You know, you can literally get on um, their website and shit and order commissary through these prisons. And it's crazy. A lot of it's expensive, but it's crazy what you can get. How many comforts of the outside world that you can get through commissary. Spam and shit like that. Do you think... That it's okay for prisoners to be able to order spam. And be able to taste what the outside world tastes like. No, you don't get to taste what the outside world tastes like. You don't get to know what Lay's potato chips taste like anymore. You don't get to know what fucking strawberry shortcake tastes like. Because you're in prison. You eat whatever the fuck we cook you and that's that. Or you starve to death. That's the way it should be period. And then all this fucking wasted food that we were going to throw away from all these food banks and that's what the fuck should be going to the prisoners. Yeah. It'd be a lot cheaper that way. I wonder why we ever closed down Alcatraz. I mean, yeah, it was going to take some money and shit to keep it going, but it's a perfect fucking area. I wish there was somewhere else in America that was like that you know out in the middle of nowhere where nobody could swim pretty much um i think that's what we need in america is a new maximum security prison somewhere where we can not only get rid of all the dirt bags that are top-notch maximum security but we can have a little area where we can offload some of these prisoners from other jails around the country and kind of alleviate some of the stress and i'm thinking Maybe an island somewhere out by the ocean, somewhere off the coast of California. Like they've got, um. What's that one island? The Catalina Islands, I do believe. Now, they're gorgeous. They're beautiful. A lot of people take boat trips out there, uh. charter trips out there. And. it's gorgeous. But, um. That's the kind of place where we need to be putting prisons. Somewhere that you're not getting anywhere, even if you get off that island. You know. Somewhere big enough to where we could put a big enough complex, like I said, to house all the normal maximum security people and all the people that we need to offload. And it would be really simple. You take boat trips out there with armed armed, uh, officers so many at a time. Six prisoners at a time or whatever. That's how I would do it. That's how I would do it. I'd get some island somewhere. You know, because that's basically what Alcatraz is. is a fucking island. And I'm not saying that it's impossible. Because there's been stories that people have gotten off that island and swam to somewhere, you know. Made rafts and shit. But if you were on my island if you were on my island you wouldn't get off I'll tell you why you wouldn't get off because like I said I think it's it's miles and miles and miles from Catalina Islands to the shore and if there was something similar to that which I'm sure there are places like that in America like I said, it's a perfect area to, to build a, a prison. A prison for terrorists, a prison for, you know, big offenders, and a facility for overflow from other prisons. I'd, I'd spend money on that. I'd pay more taxes. I mean, I'm already paying enough taxes anyway, so... If it was to make a difference, and then you could close down some of these other smaller prisons that you don't need, if you had that big dumbass one, you know, pay for one big prison and you get rid of ten other ones. I mean, it, it saves money, right? I'm telling you, if I was, if I had more power, it would be less crime on the streets. Period. I know a lot of people say that, blah, 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 but if I was a judge or if I was a lawmaker or, I'd be definitely putting in my input, I'd be definitely making a difference. I think a lot of these judges are fucking pushovers, pushovers, yeah, I think, and I also think that if a jury comes up with, you know, if, if you got somebody that there's evidence there and there's no without a criminal doubt that he did it and the jury comes back and says, oh, well, we'd rather give him 20 years possibility parole. I think it should be up to judge. I think it should only be up to the jury on whether he's guilty or innocent not on what kind of punishment he gets. It's up to the judge, I believe. That's the way it should be, so... If I ask the jury if he's guilty, then I say, well, he's getting life in prison. That's the way it should be. And like I said, depending on how heinous the crime is, you might get a possibility of parole. But if it's for murder, you're not getting a possibility of parole. If it's for rape, and again, it's going to be a 50-50 chance. But there would be no violent crime in my country, I'm telling you. If we find you with a gun, like I said, if it's unregistered, you're going you're to do life in prison. Because why the fuck are you out here with a gun that's unregistered, that's, you know, unless you're going to use it on somebody? fuck that nip that in the butt real quick and you'll get an appeal you're still gonna be you're still gonna be sentenced with life in prison you'll get an appeal to be able to state your case on why the fuck you're so stupid but I can guarantee you that your appeal is gonna be acquitted Nine times out of ten. Because it's going to be somebody that's going to say, Well, Your Honor, my client wasn't intending to harm anybody. He was just trying to carry it to protect himself. And then I'm going to say, Well, why the fuck didn't he go out and get it registered? Why didn't he go get a FOID card? So there's no excuse to be out here with an unregistered gun. So all these judges and the legal system that slap people on the hand and they find these people out here with these unregistered guns, they give them seven years or five years or whatever. Fuck that stupid shit. Give them 15 to 20 at least. It's stupid. And then they're, they're, they're out here preaching how they need to get all these guns off the streets. They need to stop all this gun violence. Well, if you're only giving the people out here with the guns five to seven years, they're going to be out here... they're gonna get guns again when they get out because they're not gonna serve the whole seven years they're probably gonna serve three and they're gonna be right back out doing the same thing again and they're probably gonna fucking murder somebody in the future so you know you nip it in the butt from the beginning and you prove a point because if you lock somebody up for 15 to 20 years Jamal or you know Demetrius or whoever is gonna say hey man I was down there at the corner store and they said they gave him 20 years of life over that shit. So, that's how you settle that. I'm telling you. The reason why things go on in America and it's so violent is because we're pushovers with our le- with our justice system. We care about treating killers and rapists with the most humane ways, I guess. I don't know. <sighs> if it was me he'd be different definitely i just you know and like i said there should be no reason why murderers and shit can be in general population with people like let's say i get arrested for criminal trespassing or something and i get put in jail with some guy in county jail that's a fucking murderer. And he ends up killing me. Let's just say that. You know, like, that could have been avoided. So, it, it just, it's a lawsuit waiting to happen eventually. They keep putting murderers with just low level criminals. Really, really crazy, man. I'll never forget the last time that we um, hung out together, me and Roosevelt. Was um, well, it was probably about April, somewhere around there, and because I just started at the taco joint in March, it was probably about April or May. I think it was before May, because that's around whenever I quit, I think, May or June. So, I'll never forget that one night, I was getting ready to leave the taco joint, and he asked me, you know, what I was doing, and uh, if I needed a ride home, and put my bike in the back of his van, and I said, yeah, you know, and he's like, somehow one way or another he was like hey do you want to have some drinks or so we ended up going to the corner store and getting a pint of uh e and j and a can of pepsi and uh one for me and one for him and uh so then we got done with that pint and i went back and got another pint and supposedly we got done with that pint and went back up for a third pint i don't even remember going home you know after that I don't remember walking up the steps the next day or anything but I got home but some of that advice that he gave me I still remember that night and it's some of the realest advice that I've ever heard in my life you know telling me that I need to get the fuck out of that taco place as quick as I can he'd been there for 22 years and it's no place to work I need to better myself, and I need to get out of this state and and live a good life, you know. And it was just like, I keep replaying that in my head. And I keep seeing the faces of him while he was probably dying. It's really bothering me. It's really, really bothering me. I haven't had anybody this close to me die probably in a long, long time. Probably ever. Like, this is somebody that... uh, I can go on and on and on about it. I've been going on about it for about an hour now on this podcast, but... I'm probably going to be thinking about this shit for weeks you know in the back of my mind for the rest of my life is somebody that was a good guy that just got murdered and like i said if it can happen to him it can happen to anybody so it's really smart for you to get a gun if you don't have one i know a lot of people out there preach against it and oh they think people shouldn't have one and blah 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 well, tell that to the people that fucking end up getting murdered. Tell that to their families. That they shouldn't have had a gun. Or tell people that, you know, when there's a fucking school shooting or something going on, or a, a mall shooting or something, tell it to those people, those victims' families, that they shouldn't have had a gun. You know, it's, it's, it's a right. It's a right to have a gun. It, it doesn't mean everybody should have a gun, but... People that are law-abiding citizens who want to feel protected in today's society should be able to go out and get a gun. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. As long as you're not out there flashing it around and fucking, you know, showing it to people and shit, who cares? Nine times out of ten, if you're concealing it properly, nobody's even going to know you have it, you know? So... All these people out here, they're against it, are the same fucking Debbies and Karens and shit that they've never pulled the trigger on a gun. And like I said, when they get robbed or something, they wish they would have had a gun. So, you never know. I could be closing up shop one day, getting ready to close up the store, and I can get robbed. Somebody can come in there, two people could come in there with a gun. And then what? Then I'm going to be fucked. There's not going to be anything that I'm going to have to be able to do but give them what they want. And then, I've seen videos where they still kill them afterwards. So, just because you give them what they want, doesn't mean they're going to let you live. And I'm not, uh, you know, it's like a 50% chance they're going to let you live. And I'm not really... Good with numbers or percentages, but I don't want a 50% chance of living. I think it raises your percentage of living if you have a gun on you. I'd say you probably got a 75-80% chance of living or more. Because if you pull that gun out and you kill both of them, then you ain't got to worry about it. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean especially where I work at, you know, there's dark dark areas around where I work, anybody could be fucking hiding anywhere, I could be riding my bicycle down the street, somebody cuts me off with a car and tells me to get the fuck in it, then what, you know, I mean, there's so many different scenarios that people just, they assume that you don't need a gun, you can just call the police and everything will be fine nine times out of ten when you call the police it takes them an hour to get there anyways so I shoot first and then I answer questions later or my attorney answers questions later So that's how it happens the police come and they want answers I tell them I don't answer any questions here's my gun here's my fucking registration and all that shit Talk to my attorney when he gets here. That's how it happens. That's how you do it. You know. They can sit there and quote unquote investigate you. And whatever. But. Yeah. That, that's how you should handle it. If I was there with him. You know. Thank God I wasn't. But if I was there and I had a gun. Maybe I could have shot the guy before he could have shot him fucking seven times. Maybe I would have had the drop on him already. You know what I'm saying? Who knows? Who knows? Things are just... (sighs) Things just make you sit there and second second guess things in life. I've got ten minutes left in this podcast. I'm still thinking about whether or not I want to make another one. I'm trying to kind of still get over this and move on. Think about and talk about different stuff. That's probably what I'm going to try to do in my next episode. So, it's really hard. It's really hard for me to stop thinking about it. I, I want to fucking... I this is the first time that I've ever wanted to cause harm to somebody. Is this guy, this fucking dude that is just such a dirtbag. It's the first time I've ever wanted to lash out and cause harm to somebody. Because I know deep down in my mind that he didn't deserve that, you know. I'd like to find out where that guy's mom lives and harass her for the rest of her life on how much her son's a piece of shit, I think that, you know, his family should have to pay, you know, if he can't pay it and he's locked up in jail or in prison, his family should have to pay all the funeral expenses and pain and suffering and all that shit, the family should have to pay that. You ain't getting it from the state. You got all these broke motherfuckers living off the state, you know. Oh my gosh, man. I just, you know, my heart dropped. As soon as he told me that he had bad news, I said, okay, what is it, you know. And whenever he told me, my heart just, I just couldn't believe what I was hearing. I thought he was gonna say something else I was like well maybe it was you know but as soon as he said his name and it was just then he said he was shot and um I just knew it was was bad so I really hope I can figure out when his funeral funeral arrangements are man oh my gosh So yeah, I think next podcast I'm going to try and talk about a few different other things. But um, yeah, this is something I'm not going to be able to forget for weeks if not months or years. So something that really makes you sit back and, and uh, thank God that you're here every day. When you can sit there in a the park on a bench and and watch the geese fly and watch the sun go down and listen to the locusts and shit and the crickets chirping. That's a blessing in itself. Because there's people out there that will never get to do that again. So... Man. And I know there's been a lot of shootings and shit around here lately. Nobody that I've known, personally, close, you know. It's just, you know, and like I said, he wasn't the type of guy that was out here gangbanging or drug dealing. So for him to be wherever he was, whenever it happened... really weird Um, and I'm pretty sure I think I know where it happened I'd have to look it up on google maps but it says it happened on 8th street and the only place that was on 8th street the next block over was where he took me to this house where he said that he grew up because he grew up in a group home And he said that his people lived there, which was on 8th Street, so it's the only place I can think of. They wouldn't release his name or anything because they couldn't find out who his next of kin was, and then finally they released his name, so, which I knew it was, um, I was pretty sure it was Roosevelt, I'm pretty sure that was his real name, but I just wanted to make sure. And uh, it makes me think that maybe 10 years from now when I'm 42, I could be murdered by somebody, you know what I'm saying? I could be living this life for nothing right now and be murdered 10 years from now. For nothing, for some stupid, pointless, racist, or pointless, stupid bullshit in today's society. So I'm going to go out and I'm going to get a gun, period. So till the next one, I'm going to go ahead and end this podcast. But it was real, it wasn't fun, and it definitely wasn't fucking fun. So until the next one, see Jizzle and the Wizzle, signing out.